Welcome to the Super Hot Bad Guy Podcast, the place where we talk about bad guys and girls from film and TV and discuss why we find them so sexy. We're your hosts, Natasha Baptiste, Eric Blake, Markella Dykvist. So hey! Sexy. <laughs> I think that was one of the better intros. Yeah. Why we it, find it them like, so sexy. sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of felt like a sleepy 70s radio station, but I think that's our style maybe today. We yeah. all just got off work, right? Yeah. Oh, I've been off all day. It's been great. What? Oh, yeah. mate, is that why you're so like laid back? Like, yeah. Today's my Sunday. So. Smooth sounds of... Yeah. Smooth sounds guys. of weekend Sunday coming yeah. at you. Did you guys notice? Probably not, but in the description for the last uh, episode, I referred to us as the creeps. From the Super Hot Bad Guy podcast. What do you think of that? Oh. Is that stupid? No. That actually sounds good. What if I... Uh, it's a term of endearment in this yeah. case, you know? Can we call our listeners creeps? We were trying to. Well, <laughs> yeah. we always called their, the stories that they're meant to send in creep corner stories. But then I was thinking about like other podcast, Like, um, how did this get made? Calls their listen- listeners dum-dums. And that's totally like ingest yeah so if we called all of us creeps no one's gonna have a problem with that it's like no. cute right and endearing yeah. and i mean not even trying to do a thing per se as far as i think if you enjoy the show you're a little creepy and i mean i think we get a little creepy so you know it's just fine to creep out with us okay and, uh, so it can be like yeah. okay creeps creeps oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh cool I actually thought of a creepier opening to this, too, where it's oh, like, like, okay, so I'll say welcome, you say welcome, then you say welcome and read the intro again, okay? So it's like, what? okay, right. welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the super, super hot, hot no, 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 no. And she just reads the intro. Oh. oh. So it's just like, so it's like welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome. I would say quicker, though, yeah. We'll work on the timing of it. So we're like a certain... That is the creepiest take of it, and that will yeah. never be taken. <laughs> yeah, I feel gross like a creep, so... Yeah. Good, good. I feel like you would have to say Slimy. welcome like people say moist. So yeah, mm. welcome. Welcome. You're welcome. welcome. To the super hot Yeah, you know, I'm actually thinking of like Robin Hood men in tights where, welcome, welcome, welcome to the dungeon. It's like, yes, that guy. I love that guy. All right. All right, Natasha. How are you? I'm good. Uh, life is good. It's been, I'm trying to think. It's been crazy busy, but it's been really good. You had your block party. Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend did his block party last weekend, and it was awesome. There was a ton of people. All the bands were good except for, like, the last one. And then I had the salon party the next day, and so I got really had drunk what? a salon party. So, like, <laughs> I heard slalom. Salon party. Salon party. <laughs> and we all got really drunk together. We were all really, which was really fun. Sometimes yeah, you just good. gotta get coworker drunk. Yeah, you do, and it's super fun. I got your block party mixed up with your birthday, and then when I saw that it wasn't your birthday party, I was like, I don't know what that is. And then I didn't go, and then I remembered how you described it, and I was like, oh, I missed that. No, it's all good. I'm super excited. He's gonna start working on one for next year, um, pretty soon. Cool. So, yeah, I'll let you know. Oh. Ooh. Welcome to Our Quiet Voices. <laughs> uh, okay. A podcast. <laughs> On the edge of hearing. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, <laughs> how about you, Eric? What's new? Well, I, how just about came you, up with Eric? A, I just came up with a new podcast, so now I'm going to get to work on that. Quiet listening. 
on the quiet, sh- our quiet voices on the shores of our voices oh it'll be on the quiet listening <laughs> network quiet listening. which i will also form it'll just be you know quiet listening not easy the background quiet. is foam green <laughs> quiet voices quiet voices i like your shirt it's a stormtrooper yeah so this is actually a stormtrooper it is a stormtrooper <laughs> but um my partner picked this up for me because she just saw it at target but she didn't know. She didn't know that the day she bought it for me was uh, my one-year anniversary of being a stormtrooper. That's incredible. Approved. Congratulations. Yeah, I have been working more on that. I just did another Make-A-Wish event, and I think since the last time I saw you guys, I did a children's hospital event as well. Very Is cool. that how many have you done? Because um, you were saying did, something about that, but like a long time so ago. So I was trying to. I was trying to do. A ridiculous amount in one year. I ended up doing, I think, nearly uh, 30 troops. I'd have to pull up my spreadsheet. I think if by, by the day, <laughs> I think I was at 29 troops uh, the day of Okay. my anniversary there. I got really excited about the new, The Last Jedi last night. It was about 1.30 in the morning. I couldn't sleep. So I just Googled like Ar- Armitage Hux because he's like my favorite character from... <laughs> The Force Awakens. And I saw like new pictures of Phasma and she's so cute. She has like curly, like wispy hair and like kind of a lot of makeup for the Star Wars universe. Well, I guess not for like, <laughs> not for Padme. She has, but she almost has like Depends Padme. Depends planet you're from. Yeah. Yeah. Padme level, not face makeup, but just like normal, like eye makeup and yeah. I think some lipstick. It'd be cool if they crimped phasma's hair it was like she it has was really like a nice wave. blonde hair yeah yeah it's beautiful uh anyway so that's how you're doing me into star wars yeah just doing that stuff working <laughs> just hijacking your your time no it's fine star wars is, if we're gonna talk about star wars at least you're once wearing a episode, star wars shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah that was my last month i would say all right reach that milestone and keep on trucking this is going to be so weird because I feel like it's a no-no on podcasts to like plug things when you're not being paid for it. I don't know why that's such a big deal because I don't care. I talk about other podcasts Pete all the Holmes time. does his Pete's Picks. I've always really? admired that. Yeah, he has two products that every episode he just gives a shout out and talks about them because he uses like, them every day. And cause, it's because, you know, so he's a sweetheart. Sweet. Yeah. Such yeah. a sweetheart. So, yeah. Hey, we're plugging the Pete Holmes show, right? Yeah. yeah. Are you plugging It Gets, or You it's Made It Weird? It's our Pete's pick is Pete Holmes. It's like, hey, we're not getting paid to say anything about Pete Holmes. We just like Pete Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> Check out Crashing <laughs> on HBO, HBO Go, and HBO On Demand. Does he still do You Made It Weird? That's yeah. his podcast. Okay. Enough about Pete Holmes. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, a monthly movie, like public movie night that I that I kind of just started going to called Shriek. Uh, it's oh, a yeah. woman's horror film class. And um, I mean, uh, it's not for women. It's about women in horror films. So uh, when I, I think the first one I went to, like they, they do like Suspiria and Rosemary's Baby and things like that. And then the one, the first one I went to was The Thing. And they did it as like a queer horror film class because... John Carpenter's? John Carpenter's The Thing, yeah. Have you seen John Carpenter's The Thing? No. Oh, it's so good. It's very good. But it was like so, the premise was so bizarre because the the thesis for the the viewing was like, 
read the just the overall queer activity going on in the film, whether it's from the monster, because the monster seems to be the only female presence, and just it's so a whole like, bunch grotesque. of men's just running. And there's no women in the film except for the computer is a woman, and the creature reads as a woman, and like maybe some of the husky dogs. Anyway, very strange. So I went, and then last month we did uh, Get Out, and. The way Shriek works is they do an introduction. They give you some facts about the film in general. Um, we do it at the, uh-oh, the, oh, Naked City Brewery, and they mm-hmm. have insane food, like gourmet uh, bar food yeah, and beer, of course. Um, and there's bathrooms, and we get our own room, and there's gourmet couches. Gourmet bathrooms. There's couches <laughs> and tables. <laughs> That's not what I said. Um, and we, we did get out, and it's like, so after, so we, we do... They do an introduction, we watch the film, we do a 10-minute ba- bathroom break, and then we come back and we spend, like, I don't know, an hour and a half. Sometimes we're there until, like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, which we're not supposed to, but we talk for that long. And there was so much about Get Out that it's, like, it's, like, a perfect script. And, like, I came away that night just, like, I was actually shaking because I was excited and really emotional because like Ferguson had, or not Ferguson, Charlottesville, I'm sorry, much more recent. This was like like a couple of weeks ago. Like after Ferguson. Uh, uh, Last month was three years ago. Um, But I was like, a couple of people, like after we like ended completely, a bunch of people like got up and like went up to, um, the like the hosts of the night and we're like still talking about it and I was like nope and I was like my hands were shaking like my my cheeks were all red because I was just like so emotional and so that's really a cool thing to experience when you're doing like a public movie night right like in a Seattle setting with like strangers um and so I've had two really good experiences with it I think the next one is supposed to be like purely comedy purposes because we're doing uh Return of the Living Dead Oh God! Yeah, and Love I think those movies. yeah the the invita- the event page said like in heckle like heckle mode. So I think we're yeah. just gonna be laughing. So like, well, remember when we went and saw the room? Heckle mode is exactly. like there's probably tons of established things for return as yeah. well. Yeah, oh. and and so Shriek, if you're in the Seattle area um, and you like horror films, it's like a really great. It's not just going to see a movie and then that's it. It's very like. You have conversations and you learn a lot of stuff. And it's like different. At least for me, it's been different every time. So That sounds awesome. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's in Greenwood. So north side. <laughs> north side. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so oh, we still have the movie playing in the background. Is, in case we forget. Some pause. There she is your... in silhouette. I think Our we're, lady of regret. We are somewhat hesitant to start this podcast. Because, We've been putting it off. Um, for, uh, I made a mistake. It's my fault. I thought it would be a great idea to cover Charlize Theron. I just had this idea in my head of like, these are two newer films. A lot of people went to the theater to see these films. It's Charlize Theron and she's very... I think like, someday we'll do a, a Charlize Theron redemption. Has she done any a, other villains? We will dig until we have found it. Yeah, fair. that's fair. Monster? She was monster and monster. Was she a... Because she's the main character. Is she like a villain? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It was the true story about that that female yeah. prostitute who was killing dudes, who was killing truckers. Uh, All right. Let's yeah. do it. 
She played do we with, do uh, villains based on true stories? Because then we're actually talking about like the real uh, people. Are we talking? We're, that then might we're talking be a about a murderer being. Because like, oh, I don't real... want to do that. I don't want. Oh, I, I'm not uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. like this Her particular movie was awesome. Disc- is so crazy. reliant on that. Yeah, yeah. And okay. she got like a lot of praise for that movie because she gained weight, and then they did like crazy makeup to make her look like the real person, and the real person's not like. Yeah. It's not standardly attractive. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and they like praised her up and down because she gained 20 pounds for a movie. Yeah, but that was, was back good. in the Stone Age when they were like, a beautiful actress looks ugly. <laughs> give her, give her gold. <laughs> yeah. And then she started shaving her head because she's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. This was cool. But it's she looks pretty similar to the real person. I think she... Because now I feel awkward because I know I know that's based on a real person, but Charlize Theron as that character looks awesome in the in the monster film. So. Yeah. Let me see if I can see. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so we're doing, <laughs> we have covered Snow White and the Huntsman and the Huntsman Winter's War. War, which wasn't really a big war. Oh, God. It was just a lot of talking. I'm so sorry. All right, uh, Charlize Theron plays Queen Ravenna, which is hilarious to anyone living in Seattle because Ravenna is like... I used to live in Ravenna. Yeah, yeah it's like a borough for like, it's kind of like an older... It's not like a retirement neighborhood, but, definitely but it's... definitely older It's like people. sleepy and yeah, kind of rich. Yeah, it's kind of like Magnolia. A lot of gardens. Yeah. So it was difficult to like do research online because over time I saw Ravenna. I'm like, I don't want to go there. Ha, <laughs> Seattle. Not Ravenna. I'm sure there's a lot of Rihanna, Ravenna sprinkled throughout America, so at least maybe a few in Europe, perhaps. A little bit uh, in England. I'm just guessing. I have no idea where, where that name originates from. But <laughs> Queen Ravenna, Charlize Theron, uh, I actually put in my notes a suburb in Seattle. Well, do we want to start? So I I don't get the first, the, the sequel at all. So That's fine. Do Me you want to talk through? Because I did get to see the whole first movie good snow white but from what i've read it doesn't sound like the sequel did you watch the sequel i didn't watch the prequel okay so what we can do is because i separated my notes let's go through the whole first movie yeah and then let's go through the whole second movie because they literally have nothing to To do do with with each each other other. oh my gosh they were so separate and it doesn't set up fuck this series like it doesn't end like oh you're like and that's where snow white picks up yeah, no, 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 no. Because I all. thought that like the Winter's War was like the thing that happened right before the Glass Soldiers showed up. And it makes me up. really confused because Ravenna dies, but then it's a prequel dude, to this movie. Dude, and it did, well, because not... it's a prequel, but then it jumps into after the events of the first movie. Oh, that's where it picks up. And it's very like quick, like you don't even notice it. It's the narrator that wasn't even in the first movie. First movie didn't have a narrator. Second movie does, and then he's like, oh, ten no, years later, no narrator. ten years later. What, there was? Yeah. In when the first it, one? Yeah, when it explained like oh. the blood drops and the thing and the thing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and it kept going through, oh, the most beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And then at, after she got locked yeah. up in the dungeon, the narrator kind of went away. All right, let's start this. Oh, I, also, <laughs> wow, I guess. So bad. Apologies. So bad. <laughs> apologies to anyone that, like, loves these movies, at least a little bit. I mean, God forbid anyone truly loves these movies. I mean, no apologies, but definitely I envy your childish sense of wonder. <laughs> I definitely. So I did a letterbox review for the, for the Snow White and the Huntsman, and I. 
my entire review was based on, I believe that the visuals of Snow White and the Huntsman are so amazing that I think that very young children will watch Snow White and the Huntsman when they're young and then grow up with it. And it's going to be like, we love legend and we think it's a classic. It wasn't that big when it came out. I don't believe that legend is as shitty as Snow White and the Huntsman is today. By yeah, like, I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. But it's like, it's a shitty film. Like, we love shitty movies because they're nostalgic and they're funky and they're visually interesting and they're quirky. And I feel like a four-year-old is going to watch Snow White and the Huntsman. And when they're 16, it's going to be a big deal. And then when they're 28, they're going to be like wearing Snow White and the Huntsman pins or something. I have no idea. Or like art. Yeah. It's going to be like that. I don't know. Eric's shaking his head, but that's how I feel about oh, it. Oh, I'm just, I was looking up a detail that I need to know about and just. And then you shook um, your head at the detail? Yeah, because I mean. I, I believe you. It's hard to compare, <laughs> like, yeah. If they had thought to use more pop music. I am not, <laughs> I am not saying that Snow White and the Huntsman is as good as something like Legend. I'm just saying we look back on movies that could be considered pretty shitty when they came out and there will definitely be kids right now that's gonna look at Snow White and the Huntsman and be like damn have you seen this I guess it came out in 2014 or whenever because visually it was cool it was just everything else that sucked yeah um balls it was hard I think I watched the first film in uh three days and I was just dredged trudging through it but it was very beautiful looking and then the second movie started and it was like 10,000 times worse than the first and I fast forwarded through a lot of it I did that a lot with the first one I like to think I fast forwarded through the whole thing (laughs) (laughs) there's not even no one's even written a plot synopsis because I think no. they're just like, I can't, I'm not going to the IMDb page. Also, we are so brutal. Like, this is not a film review podcast. This podcast is not designed to review the films we watch. We are here to critique and find understanding within the attraction for the villains that we're focusing on. So I'm sorry if we're being too harsh. If you like this movie, like, we're, we will talk about things in the next hour that are positive. It was just hard for us. Yeah. (laughs) Using a lot of we and us statements. It was so hard to find even like... Well, the fan fiction I found was actually really interesting. Did you read any of it? There was one that was was kind of cool. I almost read one, but then I just didn't. It was like Snow White and vampires. And I think... And then I kind of rolled my eyes at it because I was like... What does that have to do with Ravenna? Because the main She sucks people's life force. Oh, that's not how, that's not how I, I thought it was. Like the movie the main Life girl. Force. Well, I except it it's beauty. It's, it's, it, okay. It's I thought it was women, the young girl. women's beauty, which in this world is power and also at the same time magic. So she sucks we the, see someone, but then we she's see her suck somebody's youth. But then she's going to eat a heart too. Let's start, let's she start at the top of Ravenna. Yeah. Well, I want to, you were looking up, were you looking up fan fiction? Yeah. Okay. Let me get the. Let's do that. Then we'll go into. I feel like we're talking about fan fiction to avoid talking about the movie still. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, you notice I'm not going into talking about Ravenna. It's like I could start talking about the movie. (laughs) I know I'm going to edit. So she's a witch. And we learn that when she was young, 
she was about to be taken away from no, her no, mother. No, 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 don't, don't, don't. Oh, I no, guess I'm we can go to the plot. No, no, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. I'm spoiling everything. Let's just do the quick background on Revenge. Okay, so, background. Yeah. She, her mother gives her this curse blessing, curse blessing, not sure in this world. It's like a help, where, helpful curse. Yeah, yeah. she can steal women's youth and live longer and gain power. So yeah, beauty is power is definitely like a huge theme of this movie, but it has no bearing on the end of the movie at all. No, because every theme that's presented in this film, movie has nothing to do with what happens in this movie. But go on. You are correct. So I just a, wanted I just to... Told, I just thought I'd tell you that they talked about this theme <laughs> for no reason. No. Yeah. So, Natasha... Oh, I just grabbed Natasha's phone. She's looking up fan fiction. Um, is that kind of all you wanted to say about the, the... I mean, so she's a witch, and we know that she has that power for a certain amount of time, but we meet her after her flashback to when she was blessed, cursed, blessed. Because she was a child back yeah. then. And then her... Mom put an ugly curse on the sun. <laughs> Just kidding. That was a joke. And how did they even meet back up? The uh... doesn't say. Really? I was actually like, I was so confused by where he came from that I wasn't sure if he was like just someone. I, I did not know how that worked at all. Um, Ravenna's appearance is it's Charlize Theron in absolutely mesmerizing like outfits and crowns and jewels and stuff that was created by colleen atwood who's a costume designer from yakima washington what what that's awesome uh thanks yakima um so she is also um she's also responsible for the costume design for fantastic beasts and where to find them all of Tim Burton's movies, at least almost all of Tim Burton's movies. Oh, that explains a couple of things. Yeah. She also did Into the Woods, Chicago, Silence of the Lambs, and Manhunter from the 80s. She's done yeah. a lot. Just a very dark avant-garde. Because the opening stuff is all like just medieval, drab, yeah. but then that wedding dress. Yeah. It's everything gets stepped up from there. Her like, wedding dress was kind of... The skeletal rib covering around the shoulders there's a lot of like little details like i i didn't realize until i saw like a still photo but she has a dress where it looks like beadwork but it's actually small uh bird skulls hmm. and then she has like a finger claw for no reason she i don't does she she's ever a use 90s it? goth i don't know what if she uses it though she just kind of like ever does i think it's just... she's kind of looks cool with it yeah yeah she just kind of uses it no Fan fiction. Are you gonna read it to us? Yeah, I saw. I found it last night, and I was like, "I'll save that," and I never did. So it was Snow White and just random vampires. And vampires. Was Ravenna in the story? Oh, really? It was Kristen Stewart, Snow White, and vampires. Yeah, like it it wasn't so much. It wasn't like. So it's Twilight. Imagine Kristen Stewart was in a vampire movie. movie. (laughs) Yeah, like it wasn't like a clever like she takes life. It was more like. Was it like? Snow White, Snow White and vampires meets basically. like a handsome young eighteen-year-old vampire from Forks, Washington. Kind of. They I go wasn't to, terribly surprised. They go to by Port Angeles, they... Washington for prom dress shopping. Yeah, it's a two almost two-hour drive. So romantic. Forks it's to Port Angeles. It's, it's a nice little day film. day trip. Okay, so that's basically it's just yeah, Charlie Charlie's Theron in, in very gorgeous outfits. Um, the character Ravana, she is I don't know about. 90 like in her 90s but for most of the film she looks like she's charlie's age yeah <laughs> like was it late 
30s, early 40s. Do you think people call her Charlie? Probably. Because it's kind of spelled like Charlie. Just her friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dark Army, Splinters, and the Black Shards. I thought the the opening battle scene was really visually well done. Like, it just looked cool. It's like glass. I do. So I play with swords and long swords and do that stuff. It would be fun to fight something that just kind of shatters. Very satisfying. What was crazy to me is how they did it. Like, that to me seemed like it would have been the red flag that he needed not to maybe marry that girl. She was kind of surrounded by this dark army that you either knew nothing about because it was like the secret. And if it's a secret, then like, where did she come from? And then if it's not a secret that there's this like army out there that literally doesn't care if they live or die because they just shatter. Yeah. Like, and that was it, right? It was just a shattering army and this woman. Yeah. That was it, right? And she just pretended to be captured. Well, yeah. Again, beauty is power, and power is the force in this movie. So, so it's like, yeah. So he just like kind of fell for it real yeah. quick. And I thought too, like, don't they think it was kind of weird that it was so easy? Like, <laughs> like the like the fight was over pretty quick, and I, no one really died. I think I that the 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 marriage bit, which is in the first five minutes of the film, I feel like that's kind of effective because what they're trying to come across, what they're trying to get across is hey, this is pretty creepy. Like, the king finds a woman, like a dirty young woman in rags shackled to like a dark overturned carriage and then he marries her the next day. She doesn't talk very much. They probably don't talk very much. He just kills everyone and then he marries her the next day and it's it's very, like, gross He's just a good Christian. He's like, well, gotta bet it, gotta wed it. And that is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's effective like you're because we've grown up with fairy tales where that's what happens and yeah. that's what happens at the end of the fairy tale and and the the king marries the queen or whatever or the prince marries the princess but it's like this is the first five minutes of this movie and that what we've grown up with is happening but it's like you're super you're understanding that that's like super gross that that king would do that so you're like you are on her you're not on her side but you're not on his side yeah and um, kind of creepy and yeah very yeah creepy and like what yeah. are you doing yeah. <laughs> and so then well, she's like delirious in the back of this thing's like yeah i'll marry you it's like that's not that's not allowed. i don't think she said that <laughs> um i don't think she consented really except well i think was there consent that so there was like a problem when they this. get so they get married and then there's like a creepy bit where this was this was her trying to be kind of like the sweet wife, like thanks for rescuing me, and it's like she's kind of supposed to be sexy, and I wasn't buying it, which is another problem in this movie is Ravenna when she like turns on her like man skills, her charm, her charm for men. It's not. I don't think that would work on anyone. <laughs> Except, I mean, the whole point was that she has this power to, like, make men see her as more alluring than even she is. Yeah. So, so she, yeah, she does have that spell on her. Yeah. So I think that was the part of it, too. I mean, yeah, it was creepy he married her the next day, but it was it was made pretty clear that she has, like, that power that, like, draws them in. I, and even with her, like, dirty, crazy self in that carriage, like, he looked at her and then she, like, 
she did her little spell like, oh, save me. Oh, I'm a damsel. That's like, fair. Maybe we're being too harsh on the king then because the mom did put that curse on her to make men be dumb. So maybe maybe he's not that dumb. Maybe it's part of the curse that she I has on herself. If they make a prequel to the prequel that they show. <laughs> Which they will. <laughs> what about just see if she's How she, Yeah, like I would like to, I would like just a movie about with Shirley Theron about no, you don't. how she became the dark queen or whatever she is. And why did she need more power? Like you had all these huge armies, this forest that you had this huge power That's over. That's what I like, thought I the prequel really, was going to be about. Yeah, that would have made more sense. That would have helped me out a little bit. Like they had this little tiny thing that was blurred about how she got her powers. And then it kind of tied into the three drops of blood in the beginning of the movie, but not really. It's just, how did she get her dark army? Why did she want to marry this king? Was it just power? Was there something else? That's how she collects kingdoms. Which also doesn't matter because in both of these films, you never see her owning other any other kingdoms. Kingdoms, yeah. But then my other problem, if you read like Sun Tzu's Art of War, so she takes over that kingdom, right? And then her men come in and kill all of the kingdom's men. And I was like, that's not yeah. what you do when you take over. No. You're supposed to reward all those and then men like, and incorporate them into your kingdom and make it big. If you kill all the men, you just wasted all your men bringing them to this new place to kill and replace every perfectly capable soldier there. And it's like, yeah, I was very confused by her leadership. Is yeah. the splinter army just something that she creates? Yeah. I think that takes her magic, so she can't sustain that. Because when she... When she dies, the splinter army like that she has summoned at the time disappears, and I think it just like it was just a ruse so they would be like, we have to attack them all, and look at this, what's in this wagon? Whatever. Um, yeah, that was just a weird scene because no one was surprised either by like how they just kind of disintegrated. They also in that like bedroom conversation when she's like being alluring and whatever. They also threw in some like shallow dialogue of like that they thought would be edgy and she said something about oh. like men use women and then they when they're throw done them with them away. they throw them away and i was like, like oh my god so I Are, is this like a saturday morning that. special <laughs> my huge problem with that is that she does that she yeah like she's the eats doing. women's youth and they die at old women husks and i was like that's because they killed like, her mom but and burned like, her village, and this is her revenge forever. Her, I just think that her war on men has a higher body count of women, and that's uh, kind of fucked up. Yeah. That's probably the most evil thing about her, is that it's like, well, instead of sucking all this youth from men, I just do beautiful young girls. Like, what did the little girl from the Moth Diaries do to her? Because that's who was in the movie. I'm trying to make a joke. Uh-oh. Yeah. She co- and she gets her youth back somehow. She does. Yep. Well, maybe because like she when she sucks a little healthy. bit out, oh, okay. they kind of like regain. I think I it's know. when they kill the witch. Like everybody oh, gets their youth back. But what about all back. the dead people? Do they just suddenly become alive? Again? Oh, I have problems with her powers. Yeah. <laughs> so her whole revenge arc that's happening kind of reminded me of Asami Yamazaki from Audition that oh. we did for our second episode because that was basically the same. The same game. It's a woman who was like, I don't know, 
It's like, but th- that's the weird thing is Ravenna was never like wronged by any guys. No, she was just a little girl who had her village burned down and her parents killed by a king. That's not yeah. like a sexual like bad date story. Yeah. So it's a bad day. It's yeah. a bad day. It's not a bad date with a the opposite sex. So yeah. again, why is it? I mean. Maybe her mom was just like started whispering like shit in her ear when she was four, and then well, the village, ritual, then the so, village yeah. burned down. Maybe your mom had a lot to do with it. Because uh, I don't. That's really a bad mom. There's really. a sort of conflicting philosophy in that whole pillow talk scene because she's all like really hard up on men, but then like the way she rules is like war and killing and stuff. It's and like, she has yeah. a lot of men around her, like her yeah. brother, the huntsman, yeah. just yeah. like guards. Yeah, she does rely too heavily on men. Like, it's just... And my problem is, is not, like, her taking a side, but it's that she doesn't take one that's clear. Like, I'm not yeah. sure if she's a feminist or if she's a typical monarch, like a typical feudalist I'd say who just more wants to like be queen. I'd say more, like, leaning towards the latter. Yeah. yeah. But the her speech is all very, like... That's what she talks about the most is, like, oh, I men I feel like suck. they were trying to, yeah. like... Work this to be a feminist character, but I was like, it, did, it that didn't come, off, come that off, that off that way. And then why does she want to? But she wants to stay beautiful because that's her only power, and now she's used to it, so she just does it because she has the power to do it. She's like addicted, so it's like just an addiction thing. That's the only real reason why yeah. she's doing all of that was because but she when can. When did her power start, and why is it that she's like she can age a little bit, but not a lot? Because so her okay. Her mom gave her the the power to be cute around boys, and then oh, I thought her mom gave her the power to steal youth. And oh, I don't remember. I thought that all came from that hashtag. Okay, lesson. then that's okay. okay. Then that's why. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so. What's okay. creepy is also like, did she start doing that when she was like fifteen? Like, huh? I'm fifteen. Like. Suck a little youth and like now I'm fourteen. Like, I feel like that doesn't have a lot of benefits early was, on. Yeah, like when she was older, because she like doesn't age past a certain like same. But with that her means sister. she has to like remember that her mom told her that like years and years ago. This is why her prequel story would actually be kind of interesting. Cause it's like when does you this reawaken? Yeah, I would like. I would watch it before. Just, the thing, the my problem with the Huntsman is that it's called the Huntsman. And it's about the Huntsman, who I didn't think was a very three-dimensional character no i want to know the story of ravenna's brother while ravenna and her sister what frieza yeah like where did they is the brother in winter's war no and then he's not really there's no brother they don't have a brother in he's not in the flashback either snow white and the huntsman there's no sister and in winter's war there's no brother brother. yeah the brother doesn't even exist there are so many and there's a, and that's what makes it so, there's so many pieces that are so confusing. I'm still trying to figure out at one point, like, because the Huntsman is in the mix with both of these movies. And I'm trying to figure out, like, at what point did he betray her, but still worked for her? And she didn't know she had, he had betrayed the sister. I'm just so confused. Like, he betrayed the sister. I don't remember her- when in Winter's War they do that. It's like, they start as a prequel. And then some point in the movie, they're like, then Snow White and the Huntsman happened, and now we're picking up the rest of the movie. But I don't Mm. remember what happened first or second, and then after. I don't know when that arc happened. Because it it would have had to happen after he was banished from, I don't know. 
These movies do All not right. well, anyway, very easily. So Ravenna, a borough in Seattle, uh, lights the kingdom on fire, kills the king. And then everyone's like so in love with the little Snow White, right? The little princess. She's mm-hmm. so whatever. How come everybody that escaped that city wasn't like, hey, we should grab the princess because we love her so much. And she's the princess, number one. Number two, we love her. Those are pretty much the only two reasons why you'd go like rescue a princess that you love. Yeah, is because of those two reasons. So, but nothing, nothing like that happened. So, her best well, friend's dad just like rode past her and was like, "Oh, you didn't Sorry. get out." Until- yeah. Well, they. She doesn't make it to the gates, and the gates close, and the brother picks. But her no up. one went to go grab her. That's a. They shitty- were gonna go mess with the witch. Right? Yeah, she's I think eating the, daughters and stuff. The way he explained it was that they. There was no time, basically. Like, by the time they realized what was going on was going on, they had to leave. But still, I I, get what you're saying. Like, why? But then there would have been no movie. I guess if the dad of her best friend did stop, then... Because didn't they, like, ride past her and then the gate closed right after them? I guess they would have been stuck inside, too. You know what I mean, She was all like, no, save me. She just... Sits in the jail cell for a bunch of seasons. Yeah, forever. So, uh, another note I took down. While this, like, siege of the castle is happening, like, things are burning. I mean, who knows if her army will win or not. You know, she just, she killed a man that she only knew for a day, but she, like, murdered someone. She's, like, people are being killed because of her. And she's just very nonchalant about it. Like, she just seems... Like, she's, like, going to the grocery store or something. But then, while all all of that is happening, she's totally fine. She goes into the magic mirror room. And and all of a sudden, it's, like, Charlize Theron, like, completely, not overacting, but, like, the director told her to basically look around frantically like she, like, if someone, like, lost their wedding ring or something. Or if, like... I don't know if they woke up in a room they didn't recognize and they're like completely freaked out like that's the look she had on her face because she was worried about if she still looked good I think that's like the moment where she calls the mirror and she's like am I still good looking and he's like yeah but like like what that's like a mistake of the movie because that's ridiculous yeah I have problems with the mirror too I like the mirror. I like the way it looks. I like the little guy that comes out of the mirror with the robe. Yeah, it's um, pretty cool. Uh, also, we're recording at Natasha, so you might hear a little doggy and a little ball. Because we have a little doggy and a little ball. And we're going to pick it up on the microphone. <laughs> um, uh, what else? How do you guys... You guys like her brother? That's oh, really gosh. creepy. I feel like... Uh, I don't know where she came from. Like, where the brother came from, either. Yeah. It was a little left to the imagination. I'll give it, you know, more credit than it's due. Maybe it left some things to the imagination. (laughs) By which I mean, didn't explain shit. You're like waiting for the (laughs) da-dunks. But, uh, yeah. Um, I just thought he was creepy. So he's getting revived by her. And, again, like, this whole, like, beauty is power thing. She has enough power to restore his health and beauty... His as, beauty? Well, yeah. because as long I mean, beauty insofar as like he's not a looker, no. but at least he doesn't look he's like stabbed youth. with arrows yeah, when he gets healed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like his haircut. 
the bowl cut. The old I like bowl it. Cut. I like With that the pixie a lot. Bangs. If he did not have that haircut, he would not have been as interesting at all. Like he needed that haircut. It really informed his character as being medieval. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Who rocked it better, that guy or the guy in Fantastic Beasts? I didn't Ooh. see it. Oh, he has a just such a like raised in a cult bowl cut. It's great. Yeah. It really does inform that kid's character because he's like raised in a barn. Yeah. But back to this movie because <laughs> we're talking about it. Uh, um, but yeah, so his she has enough power to heal him for a while, and then when she starts to lose it, has to drop him. So I think. I wonder if he's like a kind of like a vampire servant, like um, let the he right one in. He doesn't drop him. Like, doesn't he die? And she's like super. Well, she doesn't have enough power to heal him. That's why he dies. Oh, okay. So I thought you meant been, like she's she been did it sustaining on him for a while. But I don't know if this happens like every twenty years. Like a vampire would grab somebody, or uh, or if it's just sort of it's really his her brother that because uh, how long has he been alive? If she's been alive a hundred years. Then he's been alive, like what? Like she's letting him age a tiny well, bit. Well, <laughs> apparently Ravenna is also healing her sister because her sister is alive longer than her brother is. She's and the she mirror? looks great. What? No, oh, yeah. Her sister, do you remember her name? Oh, God, what was her Freya? name? Freya? Freya. Freya. They dug into Nordic mythology and didn't use it. Freya also. There's ice up north, right? Yeah, so then they're like, ice Freya. Queen. So what we didn't see in either of the films is that the brother oh. got no powers. Ravenna got oh, beauty, youth-sucking powders, and Freya got hidden ice powers that they didn't know about. They were like, yeah. This, this movie Frozen is really hot right now. Yeah. Yeah, so her heart freezes so much that she <sighs> can freeze things. Let's see. Blah, 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 blah. So another positive thing about this movie was the forest. Like, that was very impressive, right? Oh, yeah, the dark forest When she really trips cool. balls? Yeah. yeah. I, that was my probably most entertaining moment, I think. Oh, yeah. Because oh. visually it's so cool, but then also it explains it in, into a very, like, natural, organic... Like, when you watch our Disney's Snow White and she's, like, running through the forest, that's all happening because of magic. But in this film... You see her seeing all these horrible monsters and creatures, but it's because there's fumes coming up out of the these like little spores and she's hallucinating from bad things that are like real, like from the earth. And that's so, so genius for a movie like this. But they totally grabbed that from uh, the Dark Crystal. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... they did the whole underwater but above ground forest type thing, like sea creatures and sea polyps and stuff just in a forest setting so it looked really cool though a very cool idea um nothing to do with ravenna of course and it was a little <laughs> bit lord of the rings um the dead yeah. marshes yes like, yes yes they pulled enough like a little bit of source material from this and that to make it a fantasy movie and then had a battle scene and that's how they're gonna do fairy tales now since we're on that topic because again this has nothing to do with ravenna but Jesus Christ, I have never, and also speaking of legends, since we keep bringing it up. Because it's the best. There's a scene in, and I've never seen this before, quite like this, but there's a scene in Snow White and the Huntsman where they literally, like, knitting of, like, patches together to make a blanket. They took a scene from Princess Mononoke and a scene from Legend 
and literally put it in together into one scene. Oh, the stag? Yeah. Oh, God, it was terrible. So in Princess Mononoke, they go to the heart of the forest where it's all beautiful, vibrant flowers and green grass and animals. And there's a clearing where there's a, 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 a pond with rock pools and like a centerpiece of like, I don't know, maybe like, like a sakura tree or something and out steps this gigantic stag with huge antlers and then i forget does he, i don't know if he tries to touch it or if they're just looking at it but then he gets like shot in the head they do the exact same thing in snow white and the huntsman but they marry it together with legend because in with legend the unicorn, yeah. with the unicorn because jack isn't like a forest sprite or anything and in, in snow white it's fairies but Jack mm-hmm. is like this forest boy. He takes Lily to literally in the middle of the forest. There's like this beautiful river with these rocks and out of the bushes come these two unicorns. She reaches out to touch it and they get shot with arrows. Just like in Snow and the Huntsman, she reaches out for the stag. Exactly. And they, and it's frame by frame visually. Like, they've, like they shoot the scene in Legend. So they took both of these scenes and just laid them on top of each other and was like, done. We did it. We did it, guys. <laughs> so many influences, but none of the style or panache at all. Yeah, it's it's almost offensive. Like, it's cool, but should they get sued for it? Because you can't do that with music. You can't just take someone else's music and layer it on top of... And the White Stag is also C.S. Lewis, uh... The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Do they do a very similar scene, though, where that They don't do a similar scene, but that's where the actual beast is lifted from, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's in a bunch of different folklore, but you know the most recent CGI fantasy movie with a battle with a white stag was Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Ravenna. Uh, God, mostly... we hate we hate doing this. Uh, we got so to talk about legend weird. for a second there. That unicorn scene is like so amazing. Like the winter that God, follows that is like so and that gorgeous. Looks just like those eighties uh, paintings. We just talk about a movie we love for a second. Right. Uh, and that's the thing about that's the thing that kind of cheapens the like the secret forest where she's tripping balls. Is like yeah. Dark Crystal did that with practical uh-huh. effects and gorgeous self uh-huh. set building, amazing puppetry, and like just attention to detail. A ton of costume designers. Whereas this was all like. It was fantastical, but it was mainly CGI. And, yeah, I will say which the, is still artistry, but the CGI in this movie is some of the best CGI that I've ever seen. I the thought o- the glass soldiers were awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's. I actually thought that some all of the, the costumes was were CGI. CGI. Like for a while, I thought that uh, Kristen Stewart was in like a green suit with like pads <laughs> that they put armor on because sometimes it just looked like it just looked like video game armor, like how steel looks in a video game versus yeah. like when you see it. It was yeah. a hard, hard thing to figure out. Before we have to start talking about Ravenna again, the other like very impressive scene in this film was when Snow White jumps out of the window and then she finds the horse on the beach. And the way that they filmed that, it was cool. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Okay, so because the reason I'm laughing is because there's a funny, it's another sort of Princess Mononoke riff thing where I'm like, okay, so beauty is power in this world and she has inner beauty apparently. And a good heart. And, like, things don't mess with her in nature. So the white horse is like, Ooh, how convenient. I'll just help you. And then the troll is like, Oh, so beautiful. What a beautiful heart. 
even though it's like that thing is just in the wild and it's looking for food or like, I was yeah. like so she's not using like witchcraft beauty power like Charlize Theron does and that's where I root for Charlize Theron because I'm like at least I understand where what your beauty power she is. wasn't born with it she wasn't maybe it's Snow White. Maybelline? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant that that, sh- that scene was beautifully shot. It's very earthy and organic and natural. And, like, that's a real beach. Yeah, there's no... C- oh, you okay, know yes, there is no, like, CGI in it. So it is yeah. actually cool in that okay. respect. Yeah. I just recalled one of the critiques, the positive cr- critiques I made about this movie is... Have you seen, of course you've seen this, I don't know why I'm asking, but especially the director's cut of Alien 3 by David Fincher, I think? I don't know if I've seen the director's cut, actually, unless it was on TV one day. Either way, because I know they have a lot of the stuff in in the theatrical release, too, but in Alien 3, it's a David Fincher film, it's very earthy and disgusting and wet, like everything is wet and there's maggots everywhere and worms and flies and it's just very like there's even like a there there's like a beach or something like they're on in alien 3 they're on like a beach side in this like disgusting like underground place that's just always wet and moldy and and it's never clean and i saw a lot of that kind of stuff in the snow white and the huntsman movie where it's just very like there's like all this dirty sand everywhere and I really appreciated that. That's all. I didn't really think about it. Well, that. time to go home. Like whenever Have a great <laughs> night, guys. Whenever I saw like uh, Snow White with like a dirty face and like kind of messed up, I'm like, oh yeah, they're kind of doing like this is kind of being produced as like a dare I say like an adult fairy tale, but it's more like I don't know who it's really supposed to appeal to as far as like is it a young adult? It is meant to appeal to middle school school students who feel like they're watching a more sophisticated adult movie it's not wicked like it's not a retelling in a clever way they took the charm out of snow white and added probably the most like grinding parts of a fantasy movie which is like unexplained magic and a battle scene requisite battle scene this it's not like battle scenes are bad but the battle scene here oh my god we've been talking for an hour well, it's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, let's get through this. Uh, Ravenna pours milk into the streets instead of water, and then she says, am I not kind to them? Like, it reminded me of Let Them Eat Cake. Because... It reminded me of Mad Max, a better Sh- Charlize Theron movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pour yeah. liquid on it, the peasants. It's like... Kind of reminded me of that, too. Sorry. Yeah, it's like Mad Max. Same visuals, but it's but it's like uh, it's like that. Let them eat cake. She's doing it on purpose. She's giving them milk. I don't know instead of water or whatever. Um, she eats animal hearts. Like she cuts animals open and just eats. Oh, when she was eating the birds, that was yeah. the first time I made a note where I was like, oh, this movie's actually like trying to make me think she's sexy in some way because I was like, that's pretty crazy and. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. Does she maybe use her finger? She uses yeah, she uses her, she her nail. Okay. Yeah. Like the Skeksis in the Dark Crystal. Except not as cool. Yeah. I know, but that's another Dark Crystal thing they pulled. Anyway. Uh, and then she bathes in milk. I can finally get milk. to my notes, I suppose. She bathes in the milk. whoop de doo Eating birds. Kind of hot and gross. Who catches them for her? Well, doesn't she, can she just easily trick birds back to her lair because she, she's a crow? 
So she can... And she it turns into crows? So if she pours... Maybe she turns into a crow and kills the birds as a crow. So we've talked about aliens as well a couple times, and the dark crystal, and right after this bird-eating scene is something that I thought was super wild, which was the uh, the bath in the white liquid. Yeah. Which is never explained, because yeah. she sucks the youth out of young women. Yeah. How does... Is it milk? Yeah, it's How's meant ba- to be milk, yeah. How's bathing in milk supposed because to be? Because that's another thing from, like, our, like, human history of, like, queens will bathe in milk oh, to stay young. Oh, that was an actual history thing? Oh, yeah. I could have learned something from this movie. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, this is a very, like, symbolic and magic thing. Yeah, she... But it's also, like, hypersexual as far as, like, <laughs> if it was the aliens creator, they'd be like, yeah, it's a big, bad semen. And she's just like... Yeah, okay, so yeah. I, I'm going to scroll down to the end of my notes because I was copying things from online, and I decided, because it's Charlize Theron and she's such a widespread, like, known actress right now, and so there was a lot of just very, like, kind of chintzy sites, like, covering the film, and I went into a comment section, and I I was, like, kind of prepared for the worst, but still, like, when you see it, it's kind of like, ugh, come on, like, eh. Like a bummer. So it was like a trashy website that was like new, sexy, like look at, watch Charlie's Theron uh, reveal all, like whatever. And it showed like, it was before the movie came out and it was showing images of the milk bath. And so in the comments section, one, (laughs) the first comment in all caps said, Milky Moo! Exclamation point. Is that the top rated comment? No, it was just the first comment to be put. Mm. Oh, God. It's Milky Moo. Milky Moo. If that was printed I don't, on another website about something completely different, I'd be like, oh, that's a funny teenager like saying something. But Milky Moo in this setting about this scene makes me picture like a man in his 40s that's just like a very awful person. So that sucked. And then the comment, I think it was the third comment down, just said, Nice titties, except there's no. Just barely. There's no breasts. Definition. Yeah. You she don't see her breasts at all. She's covering. Not even clean. Yeah, you don't. You don't yeah. see her breasts. So there. Yeah. So nice titties. I thought that was tasteful. I just um, wanted to get it into there first, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a little bit of that online. I after that I stayed away from it, but it's like I just wanted to include that to say not a lot of actors that we've done on the podcast has to get like awful attention like that but i knew right away that it was like it was charlie's theron these are like really popular like mall movies so like a lot of people are going to see them and that's definitely going to happen mall movies problem with america (laughs) (laughs) no more Mall movies. Somebody called American Beauty a mall movie, and I was How like, "How? What? Dare you? And I was like, "I need to rewatch this movie. Apparently, it's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it since then. Somebody called it a mall movie, and I was like, "Maybe I'm wrong about everything. I know it's no Magnolia, but I didn't I think like it was it that bad." I like more than Magnolia. I thought what? It had, it, I just thought it was like more. Uh, there are parts that I'm like, "Okay, this is a little overwritten," but there was parts that I actually did connect with. Where I was like, "Oh." It's a little more I'll, subtle and like just sort of nice. I'll but. rewatch American Beauty, and you should rewatch Magnolia. Is there a victim in that movie? Or a, a victim? victim? Is there a villain in in eh. Magnolia? 
I guess both. Of them I mean, are about it's just yeah. a movie about like. We're just getting off topic, so we don't have to talk about this movie. <laughs> We're talking about other movies again. Um, okay. So really, after the milk bath, I just milky kind of, moo. I was just, like, <laughs> her outfits were super cool. Her crown so was cool. like very Lord of the Rings and looked really good. And the only thing I noticed beyond that, and I had started to notice, but then I like. It just became completely clear that it's like the character has volume level one and volume level 100. Yeah. At first it was like a lot of yelling. She's talking to the huntsman and uh, I was like, oh, she kind of gained some control when she was talking to the huntsman. And as I typed that, she went right back to like, you won't do this for me, human. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I was like, oh. oh. And then I just started typing in all caps, like the rest of the comic. Because I was like, well... Yo, I almost had a note about you, your your control. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you just threw yeah. that out the window. <laughs> uh, it was hard. Because she's a good actress, but I think the direction she was given is like, oh, you're like, you're yeah. so on the edge of crazy that you're just completely bipolar. Yeah, and she was like, one, one tone. You were nice in the beginning, and it seemed pretty genuine. It was like, oh, how is she so mean? And like immediately after you got married, it's like your face changed and it never changed back. And her creepy mean in the bed, I thought was better than her loud mean. Like when she was just being creepy and talking to him, I was like, I don't like what I don't like it when women pretend to be sensual and we're supposed. I didn't to think she was being think... sensual. I think she went like the first two things she said sound like genial or pleasant, and then it's just very like icy dagger talk, and I thought that was good. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting her to have to like yell. Mm. Uh, she didn't really have to yell. I like it yeah. when she calls him Huntsman. That's cool. You will do this for me, Huntsman. Oh, it's in the name I of the like movie. It. It should be the name of the movie. Is that what you said? It's in the name of the movie. Oh. It's in the way that you use it. I've been listening to Harmontown every day. Sorry. That's always going to happen. <laughs> uh, there's a scene where she talks to like a younger man and, her, and his dad, which oh, was yeah. kind of weird because like weird things happen in that scene where... He's younger, and she's like, ooh, you're hot. Mm -hmm. You would have probably broken my heart. And then he stabs her, but she's totally fine. Like, it doesn't even seem like Effect she's her. in pain. Yeah. And then she... Does she go... actually take his heart? Or No, she gives the guy a heart attack. Oh, yeah. okay. I was, I was trying to read when you were asking. I was like, oh, what does she do? <laughs> she breaks his heart. I'm like, what does yeah, she actually do she with breaks his heart? His heart. That was another part of the movie that was like, why are you bringing this up? Like, what happened? Because like, someone hurt you. It's all alien. because her mom told her that guys suck. And she saw a king burn her village and she just put two and two, two together. And now she has this thing against guys, which is doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah she... I didn't even really hate her in this movie. I hated her in the second movie, though. When you find out, oh, shit. She was the one that killed your baby because you were in love and shit. Like, it was really fucked up. Yeah. In shitty Frozen. Yeah. Winter's War. Mm hmm So another thing, so I, I think I was looking pretty deep into this film. Uh, I'll congratulate all of us for probably doing that more than most people did while watching this. Um, Ravenna, so we were just talking about like, oh, why does she hate men so much? She said that, like, men, like, fuck her over and all that in the movie, but even though we don't really see it, except her brother, she tells her brother to go get Snow White, 
and he goes up there to rape her and then that's how she escapes and then he has to come back and be like I lost her and she's like you failed me and I was like oh well there's an example of a guy like what she wanted was to do something really like evil but he still let her down and he's he's a boy so there's that like if it wasn't for that man yeah she would have gotten that heart i'm just like grasping at straws because yeah beauty's magic so they send the birds to show snow white where the nail is and she scratches him with it when that is a stabbing implement and could have just killed that guy yeah (laughs) i'm like too beautiful on the inside you gotta get up your game i think in my notes i was getting upset because i put she recruits the huntsman and then i put comma huntsman (laughs) and then i guess because she's like helping keep her brother alive that they are connected because when he's a million miles away dying she like feels it like uh in those other movies where when you're connected to someone he they get punched in the face and then you get punched in the face even though there's nothing there yeah it's like one of those scenes she actually but genuinely, like, does... loved her brother. And it's funny, because, again, so her mother gives her this power, but how does she keep him alive with her power? She just used her witch so magic. here's what oh. my power does. My power, I kill one man a year and 20 women a year, and I keep this dude alive. And Whose yes. side are you on, witch? In, <laughs> in, the, se- in, the, pre- in the prequel sequel, because it's both. Yeah. Pre-sequel. Pre-requel. Um, oh, in the pre-weekle uh her and freya just don't seem that close but in the snow white and the huntsman they have this very like uh touching scene that's like they really love each other and stuff and then he dies anyway that's it i just don't care (laughs) he was freya that's that's what it happened Mm -hmm. what that's i'm just that's my new canon wow that'd be so cool i don't remember what happens at the end of what happens to freya did they she both dies. die? Yeah, she dies because she tries to kill her sister. Die? She tries to kill Ravenna because she puts two and two together and realizes it was Ravenna that killed her daughter. She like ended up putting the spell on this boy that was also in the castle, and he's the one that set the carriage on fire, which is why he said like he couldn't control it or he had to do it or something like that. Yeah. And then so she's like holding, she's hugging her sister and trying to freeze her. And then her sister oh, yeah. spikes out yeah. and stabs her. Right. Okay. And then she just kind of bleeds out. So Beauty's power in this in this movie and the love of her old friend the prince doesn't bring Snow White back. It's just the drunk huntsman who walks in and is yeah. like, it's not fair that you're dead. And just because he's hunkier brings her back to life because they don't have a good connection. And then they don't get he's together a, in the end either. He's not no. a pure soul or anything. Like He's just a dick. Um, I think it's because... Chris Hemsworth is paid a lot. No, I think because they had just a human connection in the movie. Because it was platonic, but it was... That's another positive thing to note about this film is... I mean, besides the kind of shitty, like... There's, like, the scenes where she's asleep and they're, like, by the fire and some guy's talking to the huntsman going, She's amazing, isn't she? Like, that kind of stuff is bullshit, but just the, the other genuine stuff is li- of, like, he and her, like, get along, and, like, their connection that they made 
Why are you making that face? Because it's like, she's amazing, isn't she? But it's like... That's what I'm saying is shitty. It's it's like, he's not like, yeah, I saw her stop this troll. He's just like, yeah. 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 She's amazing. He's like, there's no like expounding her virtues, you know? Like, like, she's just got a good heart or is beautiful. Like, her power is very vague to me. Whereas with Ravenna, I'm like, She's fucking gorgeous, and it's because of this witchcraft. Like, yeah. I I just don't... So, to me, where this all builds up to is, I don't get why Snow White can kill the queen in the end. It's like... I don't know Because either. she has pure white blood. Yeah. And, they, and, and yeah, it starts exactly. to become very problematic for me at that point. And this movie just goes by, like, blind faith of, like, it's Snow White. That's her character. Like, they don't present it in any way except for she just animals bow to her and things like that yeah. and everyone seems everyone she meets that can speak is like there's an oh she's an angel because they keep saying beauty but they never say that like it's inner beauty like they're like oh you have a heart <laughs> you're so beautiful <laughs> they never really say that like you have like a powerful heart or like yeah they never say something that a parent could then like turn to their daughter and be like see it's better that you have a beautiful heart than a beautiful exterior yeah. Instead, they're kind of like, Christian Stewart's just super beautiful. And I'm like, well, that's not a premise I buy. I need to know about this magic. <laughs> this movie's a piece of shit. So, uh, so yeah, Christian Stewart. Buck teeth. No, I'm sorry, chipmunk teeth. Um, I'm not going to pick on her, but there is a lot of, yeah, like I said. I think that she's absolutely beautiful. And here's the thing. Yes, I understand she's in like a bunch of awful Twilight movies. But I loved her in, in Panic Room. She was like Same. 13 or something. Loved that. I just thought she was, and I think she had like a Sex Pistols shirt on and she had this cute little like kind of butch haircut. Yeah. And she was like 13 or 12 in that movie and that was such a cool character. And I was like, oh my gosh, look at that little actress. Like, where am I ever going to see her? When am I ever going to see her again? And then when the Twilight movies were announced, I was like, that's that girl. Yeah. And I was so excited for that. See, and then ever since that. then... You've seen, you haven't seen Panic Room? No. Well, in between Panic Room and Twilight, there was the movie that I first saw her in, okay. which was... Adventureland. No, know, it no was a sequel to Jumanji, but space. So there was a book sequel to Jumanji, which was what? a space board game. What? And I can't think Zathura? of... Zathura? Zathura. She's in that. Oh, I as was just like, kidding. <laughs> and I was, I was watching it as a... I mean... Zathura has something to do with Jumanji? Yeah, it's a board game that they get sucked into. Like, it turns their house into a spaceship in space. I didn't know that Kristen Stewart was in Zathura. I'm pretty sure it's her. She's not the main girl. No, no, no. She's their, like, teen sister. But I just remember, like, she came out of her room and I was like, oh, it's a hot chick to me at that age. So, there you go. People might have, like, hot blindness because of, like, Kristen Stewart's career and her choices, I guess. Like, her, her career choices. But... Anyone that's going to see her, I mean, most people, like, she's not, I feel like I'm saying something shallow right now. Go on. <laughs> she's just, uh, she's very attractive. Like, if someone sees her, like, there, I mean, there's a lot of, I guess I'm having trouble saying this because, like, there's a lot of, like, quote unquote, attractive men that I think are, like, super ugly. So I, I just mean, like, a lot of, like, an average person would see Kristen Stewart and say that she's good looking or cool or something like that. I was never on the the hating Christian Stewart bandwagon and I don't really know where it came from. It came from Twilight. 
But I mean, it just, to me, it just really just didn't make any actual sense. But yeah, I think she's attractive. I just don't think she was like the person this role was supposed to be. This ultra attractive, like, that's just not how she was presented. But again, I don't know if, because they never implicitly state like, her inner beauty is her power. So you're sort of contrasted with this other like hyper beautiful person is like they have so much power because they're so beautiful and then snow white only has so much power but she has enough power to kill the main bad guy and all the nature loves her so i don't know i never came to understand how powerful either character was i don't have an answer for that but i know that one of the choices whatever that meant that they made for this movie was charlie's theron is wearing quite a bit of makeup the way that she probably would if she if the actress was going to the oscars or something yeah and then kristen stewart she has like movie makeup on but they're making it look like snow white isn't wearing any makeup so that's another little like thing they did to be like oh look natural beauty yeah. i can't say why they did that i'm just saying she that is something we're done either charlie's there i feel like in every flipping scene like she was over like in a great way like all of her costumes were wasn't amazing but she was like overdone yeah and i mean i've seen them in interviews like right next to each other and they look they both look just as beautiful as the other yeah Kristen stewart with the makeup that she likes to put on herself looks just as good as charlie's there in, in makeup and i'm just bringing up the makeup thing because in the movie they just had snow white like not wearing any and that's like a thing that they did just like, I have no opinion on she's it. She's pale. That's beautiful. Move yeah. on. It's like, oh. and is but does that play into like, oh, sh- her heart is beautiful, not her. That's that is the yeah. conflict that I have as far as not. I like her outfit. Well, no, because even when she was asleep, the little the little drawers were like, she's amazing. Yeah. And then the brother would always watch her sleep. He didn't even really know anything about her. I'm sure he just watched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure too. I'm sure it was purely innocent. Okay, well, I guess we're done with the first movie, right? I mean, nothing really happens. It happens exactly how you expect. Snow White becomes queen again, and the land is happy. Plants grow. She, they have a battle, yeah. and she, she dies. How does she die? I, we just watched it, and I don't remember. She gets stabbed. She gets stabbed. Okay, yeah. and then she dies. Does yeah, she because like she break was... into Snow White. Shards See, that's or the thing. The the uh, untold power thing is like. Snow White just stabs her, and because she's of... And they keep changing it, because it's not like fairest beauty, but like fairest blood? And she can kill the evil, and it's like... Oh yeah, point, because she gets get stabbed earlier, weird. and nothing happens. She's in the same place, it. yeah. But then Snow White does it, and she sh- does she shatter into the shards? No, she starts bleeding, which was not what happened earlier. Oh, she oh, slumps oh, and, and get she old. gets yeah. into a she, she turns slumps. into an old woman, and then okay. she t- she and then whatever. Yeah. All right, Freya. That's what the but director she, said. And then you know, phase two, second movie, which makes no flipping sense, is the sister you never knew existed, and you realize that the it's queen, like alternate. It's like Snow White AU alternate yeah. universe. Ravenna gets sucked into the mirror somehow. Like, she becomes the mirror. Yeah. Well, but Um, but before that, that happens in the middle of the movie, you find out. After the Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this makes sense, huh? But where did they put the mirror? Because it was hidden, and (laughs) then they had to find it again. Okay, let's start from the beginning. So now we're going into 
Winter's War. We actually, the first scene I think is with Ravenna. And so this is, we're in prequel mode. Eric hasn't seen this movie, so we're kind of describing this to him. Prequel Can't mode. Wait. <laughs> first scene is Ravenna doing her sexy, like basic instinct type thing again, where she's playing chess with another king. And she's playing footsie with him, and it's she's doing it really slow, and it's supposed to be hot, and yeah. but like I don't think it is. I think it's really dumb, and she's talking slow, and I think that's dumb. And he even calls her out on it. This is not how I'm usually seduced over chess. It's yeah. usually a lot less chess. So it's basically yeah. <laughs> a rehash of what she does in the first film in the bed scene with the king. So she's it's this older king and she's just like mm, and then she stabs him and he dies and then she says something like i hate men while he's dying and then that's it that's the scene skipping ahead her sister freya and she's all pissy with freya because she's having this like whatever she's having this affair with this dude who's promised to another bitch but she it's not like you said veg <laughs> <laughs> but then through Ravenna's magical powers, realizes that her sister's pregnant. And then I'm guessing also finds out that her sister is going to run away with this guy. He left the woman he was going to marry and they're going to have the secret of wedding in the garden and then they're going to run away together. For some reason, they make a point in saying with the baby there that they're going to get married in the garden at night, but she leaves the baby in the tower for some odd reason. And then as she's going to the garden... Realizes the tower that her baby's in is on fire, so she goes back up because there. Because Ravenna is like, oh, something bad, right? Yeah. Isn't she like, something bad's going to happen? I, yeah. Or no, she says that your dude is going to kill your baby. Yeah. And she's then just... she runs into the room, yeah. and the dude is there, and he's like, I'm sorry. And then her heart turns to ice, and she ices him, and he breaks into pieces. Yeah. To, into white ice shards. Cool, huh, Eric? Oh, Oh, you it look. Sounds so good. I look, can't believe I yeah, couldn't find this on in your time. face. Yeah, yeah. And then it was kind of like Ravenna was like, "Told you so." And I'm sorry, sister. Yeah, this must have been really hard for you. Your baby's dead, and then you killed your husband. Yeah, like oh, hmm. sorry. But you need someone to hang out with. Yeah, and so then that makes her into this powerful queen because she's so angry. She just takes over lands and stuff. So and then, frozen. and yeah. it happens really quickly. Like they don't mess around. She's just like all of a sudden a powerful. She's almost just as powerful as her sister, really. Yeah. So then she has this whole kingdom, and instead of taking young women to suck the youth out of them, I don't know how she's staying young. By the way, like does well, not. Really... I guess Ravenna is keeping her brother and sister alive. They just literally say nothing about that in the movies. But I mean, as the time moves forward and Ravenna dies, Freya still looks young. Oh, you're right. And for some odd reason, and Freya's thing is to steal all the village children and basically make them into her own army. And she doesn't let them laugh or, or love. love. Uh, Ravenna isn't in any of this part of the film. No, not at all. She doesn't come in until like, pretty close to the end. So mm-hmm. then the rest of the movie is the huntsman doing a Lord of the Rings thing with goofy elves and, mm-hmm. and dwarves. And uh, they do hijinks and silly jokes. Like, oh, come on, guys. As the camera is like panning out in the forest and you're supposed to laugh because it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. And he like bumbles after them because something, because they were being rude. And it establishes how he from... learns about the forest. Cool. Yeah, so great. 
Okay, so uh, Freya is played by Emily Blunt, who is... She's in uh, Live, Die, Repeat, right? That's Emily Blunt. Jessica um. Michelle Chastain. Ja- uh, Jessica Chastain. Chastain. There yes, you go. That is Chris Hemsworth's Sarah. love interest. Yeah. And then Emily Blunt. Can you see if she was in Lift, Die, Repeat? Because I'm pretty sure that's her. Oh. Right? Yeah. Her? Okay. So, and then they do the jump where all of a sudden it goes from being a pre- uh, prequel to a sequel to Snow White and the Huntsman. And so they, clever. They don't yeah, really so explain. The huntsman goes to get the mirror because the mirror is driving Snow White crazy, and then that's how he meets up with Jessica Chastain, and then they have the thing. But anyway, they grab the mirror because it's driving Snow White crazy, and Snow White is um you only see her like crouching down with like her hair over her head screaming because it's because they could afford Kristen Stewart. Yeah, and then they mention her. They keep talking about Snow White like in the movie, but that's it. They just talk. It's like a a family show from the 70s like a tv series like they pull that kind of shit oh wait because the mirror was with the uh, trolls and how the trolls get the mirror because they took it from snow white's or no the how did the trolls that is bizarre i was fast forwarding and not paying attention okay so, so they were meant to go get the mirror from snow white's castle because it was driving her crazy but then in the forest trolls have the mirror for no reason so then they have a fight with the trolls take it from the trolls and then the mirror does Freya take it from them? Yes, because then she wants she, the power. Yeah, because then she's like, double cross, your wife betrayed you. And then she tells whoever her name is in the movie to kill the huntsman. But she shoots him in a necklace instead and he falls. Isn't this cool? He falls like he died, but he makes a huge point she never misses. So she did that on purpose as to go, I have to show her I'm her second hand but like later you're gonna come back and i'll fight with you so so freya has the mirror yeah so the freya golden mirror. yeah so she calls the mirror 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 on the wall wait this is after the first movie this, now yeah yes. this is in now, the second movie now we're in sequel mode sequel yeah and now winter's war is really beginning. in the in the prequel yeah. mode in the prequel mode the huntsman is like six years old oh okay, okay. sorry oh, okay that's a good yeah. that's a good way of yeah yeah it. okay time jump now Huntsman is adult. It's a grown. Um, he is yeah. a Chris Hemsworth uh, now. Wow. And then Freya gets the mirror. She calls it instead of the cool dude in the first movie. Her she sister. calls her sister, and she's wearing a golden dress, and she has gold filigree on her on her skin on her face. Yeah, because but she's dead still technically. No, she no, went she, into the mirror. She went into the mirror. So yeah, no. so, so she's still alive. Um, kind of. Yeah, so she went, she... She's part of the mirror, though. Yeah, and she yeah. loves it. She loves it. Yeah, she's, like, having the time of her life. She has mirror powers, except... Yeah. Somehow her mirror powers are just her black glass powers, except for now, because she morphed with the mirror, it's, like, liquid oil, like, black liquid oil powers. Except then she can turn those into shards, but not, like, the glass shards from oh, the first boy. movie. It's just... Like liquid, like black, like shards, like yeah, like, like they can um, stick you. Yeah, like they can they stab you. Yeah, yeah. And then something happens in the palace where it's Chris Hemsworth and then Jessica Chastain with a bow and arrow, and then like the two sisters are like up on their like little stage area because they're the queens. Well, then it comes out. What's her face? Ravenna tells Freya how she was the one who actually. Had her daughter killed. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then 
uh, Freya tries to kill her, but gets stabbed with the black thing. And then, um, and so, then there's this huge fight. So here's the thing. Uh, Ravenna kills babies that are part of her family. That was her niece. Um, all because her sister oh. had uh, a nice, nice relationship with, uh, with someone that she loved. In my notes, I put died and became a mirror. And then how oh. she died. Did yeah. she die near the mirror? I also wrote down Freya has no fashion sense. So like Ravenna's clothes are from like Nordstrom maybe and Freya's clothes she H&M. No, she bought them at Joanne Fabrics and then made them herself. But that will. Oh, oh, also um Ravenna when she's doing the black liquid thing, uh, I said uh, she has hentai tentacles and then I said I just watched this hentai because I did. There was a hentai where it was like, it was like a king on like a throne and he had all these tentacles, com- black tentacles coming out of his back. And then like the next day it was the- she was on a throne and she had black tentacles coming out of her back. And I was like, I saw this. <laughs> tentacles, yeah. hentai in general. That's mm-hmm. about it. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know what I was, what was going through my mind. I think I was a little bit delirious after watching the second movie. But you know how... Ravenna's color scheme kind of turns into like gold in the second yeah. movie because she's the mirror now. The movie was like they were like arguing and stuff, and I just wrote down, "Oh my god, bananas and ice cream!" <laughs> like uh, her and her sister, she's yeah. like ice. Cream. Yeah, and she's yellow like bananas, yeah. and, she, yeah. and she's crazy. Yeah. Um, so that's your food. Not necessarily. Maybe if, if we were just oh, doing crap. the second one, mm. it would be bananas and ice cream for like the double sisters. Yeah. Mm, now god. I'm hungry. Uh, it kind of, I mean, that's how it kind of ends. I don't know. She gets stabbed by her sister. And then as she's lying there, not really bleeding out, but dying, you can like see it on her face. Like, oh, maybe I went too far. Oh, stabbed again. (laughs) She also has some like black oil coming out of her mouth. And I made a note of, I actually thought that that was the most attractive that I found her in any of these movies. Because I just have this... Oh, no. I she looked really good. She looked yeah. fierce. Yeah, yeah. The sister. Not fierce. What? Freya was what I was referring to. When she got stabbed. She kind of had like a look of maybe I went too far. I definitely liked Freya more than her sister. I actually understood why Freya was kind of crazy and broken. Like I didn't understand why Ravenna was. And then... Oh, why were the two dwarves by themselves? Oh, in the second movie? Yeah. Why were they alone? Why were they, they just with walk. their... They didn't have the money, dude. They're on their own adventure. Okay. That's it. That's the reason. I think that's pretty again, telling getting... to like, why the second movie was the way it was. It was just like all of these other actors didn't want to sign on for a second film and... Apparently, Charlize Theron already did. I know. How in the world did some people say no to this movie, like Kristen Stewart, no offense, but then they still got Charlize Theron, they got Emily Blunt, they got Chris Hemsworth, and they got Jessica Chastain. That's insane. Those actors are amazing. And then you look at the people who didn't show up and you're like, oh, because it's a shitty movie. But then you're like, but all of these other amazing actors are in this movie. Because like one, it's probably money, and two, they probably already signed the contract a long time ago. Um, 
Is that kind of, are we kind of wrapped up? Yeah. The I only got- other thing yeah. I noticed was at the end of the second movie, they did the same weird, like, tried to do a feminist thing that they tried to do in the first movie with, like, the dwarf at the end where the guy goes to kiss her. Oh my God. And she's like, not on your life. And then she go, and then she like pulls him in and calls him stupid and then kisses him. And it like made no sense. And he's like, yeah. Stars. Yeah. It was a total cartoon. Like you've seen it a thousand times. Yeah. She's what he like she because was... Chris Hemsworth kisses Jessica Chastain and then the two dwarves that are it's a male and a female dwarf and he's like eh? and she's like sword off and then he's like ooh and she's like don't give up that easily and she yeah. kisses oh. him forcefully yeah she's and like... then pushes them away and he's like <gasps> yeah <laughs> and she was that's like hilarious. oh. I didn't think you'd give up that easily. And then she, because it was just like, so those are two contradicting things. Like, you already told him no. no, no. no. And then he backed off. Natasha, it's (laughs) And it's just so. (laughs) Every other unfortunate movie ever. And I don't know why. I just don't understand why. But yeah, that was the end of the movie, and it was really annoying. So I went through Letterboxd because that's my new favorite thing now. Because I don't, I still don't understand Reddit, sorry. Um, There was like, I just kind of looked through it until I just felt like stopping. But there was like six reviews that were literally, the only thing that they said was, we're supposed to believe Kristen Stewart is more beautiful than Charlize Theron. I saw that on other websites too, so. It's sort of a phoned in joke, I think. Yeah, I guess. I just didn't get why she was more powerful like they didn't they don't tell you if they're not yeah if they're not going to be obvious about one thing like and everything's vague it just is hard to accept anything for as visually striking as it is that's just the cinematography and things like that the movie is a tell don't show they're telling you everything and you are just supposed to understand it from being told they don't tell enough (laughs) they don't even tell you enough uh, most people said, and this wasn't me like going after like Char- Charlize Theron information. I was just going off of information about the film, and the general consensus is Charlize Theron is the only reason to watch this movie. The clothing is the only reason to watch this movie, and so apparently those are the only two reasons most people watched. Yeah, this is the one that I was like, I was least into this villain because the clothes were amazing. But I was actually kind of put off with the performance because it was a very zero or 100 as far... Like, I, I my, in my notes, I was like, okay, before she goes mad, she's kind of talking normally. But after the bedroom scene, like, she's either talking quietly or just yelling at everybody. Yeah. And not necessarily, like, passionately. Yeah. Just sort of yelling flatly. Was it... Was it, like, bad acting to you, or was it, like, a character trait thing? Because I didn't mind her yelling. I just thought some of it was, like, badly delivered. Like, oh, they could have done a different take. I just thought it wasn't wasn't menacing. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't cunning. Like, it was just sort of raw anger for no reason. Yeah. I didn't know why, like, a witch who were, like, mystical and stuff was sort of dealing with it with her subordinates, like, so crazy. She seems so high-strung. She doesn't like anything. The movie tells us that all she wants is power, but it doesn't say why. And she wants to live forever, but she doesn't, we're never given a reason why. And then she's so angry and like worried all the time about looking good. 
And when she's mad, like when she's yelling and stuff, there's just no. It's just that's the other bullshit. thing. What exactly is the point of her looking good? Well, that's her power. That's how she gets the kingdoms and stuff. But it doesn't say why she wants all the kingdoms. Yeah, but she destroys them all. So. And then when she casts spells, like her beauty starts to fade. So it's like directly tied to her magic use is her beauty. So she also has to replenish not only her like lifeline, but when she uses spells, she has to she has to replenish her magic with youth beauty as well. But they never really say like, oh, when she steals it, beauty or youth from a guy. It doesn't seem to heal her, so it has to be women, and that's why, like, I think more women die in her campaign. Is, does she never grab any energy from she guys? She stops a guy's movie? heart, and I don't think she like sucks the life out of him, Weird. which doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, there's some perfectly good life, life. energy. Yeah, her she mom doesn't. gave her a very specific and kind of uh, inconvenient curse. I didn't see a lot of guys online talking about Charlize Theron's, like, beauty. I just saw just a lot of younger queer girls. Besides the two, I'm assuming, men in their 40s that were, like, super gross about, like, moo milk or whatever and titties. But, yeah, everything online where I saw people, like, praising, like, Charlize Theron for her beauty was just girls between the ages of, like, 14 and 25. And I'm guessing it's because... When this age range of girls, when they were growing up, Charlize was in Monster. She was in Prometheus, where she has kind of like a similar role, where she's like a villainous, like in charge person who's like a bitch. She did the Huntsman movies, and then Mad Max was like a huge deal, especially to queer girls, because she had, she was, we all know why Mad Max is important um, and her character in the movie. Um, but now she's doing, like, we're kind of doing this podcast in the midst of Atomic Blonde, which is in theaters right now. And as much as I hate that movie, and I think it's actually, like, super sexist, not all women feel that way. And a lot of queer girls are, like, celebrating the film. So I can, that can be, like, another reason why I think younger... Ah! <laughs> um, He's fine. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Overall, like Charlie's Theron, but not in this one. There's a lot of female Ravenna cosplay. Um, just because I know that cosplayers, even if they don't like this movie, the dresses will probably be really fun to make. And they do a lot of like I shot a, I saw a lot of like shiny black like crow feather outfits and a lot of geometric patterns and diamonds and kind of like fake metal, like styrofoam spray painted into like metal and stuff. Um, there is a deviant art group called, so this is deviantart, I don't know, .com, I guess. And the group name is Charlize-Theron. And if you go there, you can see all of the um, Queen Ravenna with Loki slash that goes on there. Because for some oh. reason... Someone just decided, I guess, I guess, but they, I don't get it, but there's a lot of like, like manips and stuff that you just can't miss. That's um, just Loki from the Avengers and Because Chris Queen Hemsworth Ravenna. bridges their worlds. I guess. Yeah, maybe. But I just feel like those personalities, like she would never want to talk to him. Like she would never want to talk to Loki. I mean, he's an immortal. 
Yeah, they're both immortal. I know in the comic books he's like, he has a relationship with a witch at one point, but... All right. I think we're really done with this, but let's do uh, Queen Ravenna. Is she hot or not? Oh, yeah. Dope style. Crazy, but yeah. Um, I don't feel like answering this question because I hate her, but um, like if I saw her walking down the street with that face and those dresses, I would say yes. If I met her and hung out with her, I would say no because she's like awful and like the worst. So I'm just going to say no. Yeah, I'm just not into it because she's pretty and the dresses are amazing and that's all look. But like as far as villains that I like, I don't understand the witchcraft and there's not enough of a... I don't know if she's a vampire or if she's a witch. It's just very... I'm not into the ambiguity, even though it's clearly like a villain. I I just need some more some yeah. more villainousness. Her as a villain is not my favorite, but I do like her look. Hell yeah, yeah. The yeah. dresses She's, were really yeah. really yeah. cool. I guess I'll say hot, but I hate her. Is that fair? I just yeah. kept watching the movie because the wedding dress was so good that I was like, if there's gonna <laughs> be like more cool stuff like that, like that was really well designed. Like I can't believe. It just looks really, like, really menacing. And I was like, see that? Who made that for her? She's like, I want this thing that looks like animal ribs and yeah. skeletal. Well, it must have happened in literally a And day. the king was like, That's, that sounds really cool. Totally yeah. like our traditional wedding dress. I have 20. They'll make that for you in a night. Yeah, that, that piece was really cool. And yeah, a lot of good costume work went into this production. But those costume designers were the real heroes of this yeah. movie. Yeah. All right, food. Besides... Bananas and ice cream. Yeah. What what, a, what would a Ravenna be? What looks pretty but tastes awful? Like rock candy. Mm. Remember those sticks of like it looks like crystals? Yeah. But it's, yeah. Yeah, but that's so like it's those empty, colors don't matter. It's just empty sugar, you know. Yeah. There's no witchcraft to it. No. Rock candy is all right because it's kind of blandness, you know. You know what I saw online? Because there's like all the all the Halloween blogs are are waking up from their slumber. I saw candied apples so it's i don't know i didn't re- i didn't look at the recipe there's caramel apples that just have that shiny sheen on them but these were like black like ink black just like in the in these movies so i'm thinking a candied apple would be funny for her Roscoe. too because she has the the snow white apple trick yeah exactly so i think my food is gonna be like a candied apple because i have also seen like uh apples that you dip in like red like ruby red uh, yeah. candy coating. So something like that. Or just like the other day I saw like somehow someone made like a jet black caramel or like a candy coating. So like a black apple or a red apple. Oh, you know what? That actually, yeah. Are you doing candied apple? Yes, I did. <laughs> I was looking for uh, that. Candied apples are pretty much up there with, they always look so fucking good. I know. And then you bite into it and you're like, this is stupid. This is the dumbest thing. I think experience. the caramel ones are amazing, but the the candy ones, I'm like, oh. How do you this, eat it? You have to lick at it first. I just feel like it doesn't blend as well, whereas the caramel one, like, even, looks so cool, though. Yeah. yeah. Kendra did a Halloween party one year, which was, it was the, it was so nice, but it was so wrong for that type of party. And I, I mean, I did it anyway, but she, it's a bunch of drunk people in a dimly lit warehouse. And she had like hot caramel and then apples that you stick oh, the no. stick in, dip it. And it's like people are drunk. 
and you have vodka in one hand and a red solo cup and then you're trying to just you stand there and you just eat caramel like liquid caramel off of an apple and like the floor was like covered in it and i did the same thing and i was trying to be careful i think i ate mine over the garbage can that warehouse was getting fucked up that day yeah there's way more rules now that was a while back i think can of apple is a good one that's mine Sorry. you can have rock candy a halloween candy comes to mind that is in like the blackened orange wrappers because like it just like looks good and like looks pristine but the inside doesn't pay off like it's not tasty what are you saying i don't know i think they're like peanut butter candies that are given out on halloween like oh. peanut butter toffee in a black wrapper because oh, it's just like yeah, it's, it's like something a very halloween plain wrapper? and undefined yeah. and not exciting in a fantastic wrapper yeah like, that's as best as I that's, can do with that's this. That's a good Ravenna. way to describe Ravenna because she's yeah. really great looking and then she just walks around the room and yells and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I found something. I forgot sea what. Sea urchin. Dur- Duran fruit. Duran Duran? That fruit is in Southeast Asia. But like, I think it's the one where you cut it open. It like smells like fart. Oh, yeah. I've seen. Never eaten one. Me neither, because I don't. It looks like the f- inside of an egg, which is the joke I was going to make next. Oh. You always pick <laughs> eggs. <laughs> so yeah, the duran fruit is like a oh durian, durian, durian. Oh. durian. I'm just thinking yeah. like the band Limburger cheese. I think that's good for her because it's like exotic and it's this exotic fruit that's all Lutefisk. prickly. And... Lutefisk. What? Why are you just reading down a list of <laughs> smelly foods? <laughs> Really smelly foods that on the oh surface look like they're probably interesting and fun. And then when you taste them, you go, great. My breath will stink forever. Great. Thanks, Ravenna. Yeah. Uh, who did we pick for this? Was it Friday the 13th? Yeah, we're doing, for Halloween, Friday. we're doing Friday. Jason Voorhees. Friday the 13th. I've been waiting for this for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh I did this once to prepare for Freddy vs. Jason, and it was like the worst thing ever, but I'll do it again because I think the series deserves a second watch from someone. <laughs> I mean, it's their, fa- their famous movies, so. Thanks for listening, guys. No, well, guys and creeps. Yeah, guys and creeps. <laughs> um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Tumblr, and follow us on Twitter, and... Uh, write in a creep corner story. I know you know all about that one. Um, I know you're just chomping at the bit. Just you just can't wait to get that pen on that paper and and send us um, stories about how you find all of these villains attractive. Also, yeah, and you want to share it with us, and you're just so excited. Uh, we'll see you next month for Halloween. Uh, my back hurts. My mouth feels better. Sorry, I'm just I'm just talking about like past episodes if this is your first episode then i'm just a person that's in a lot of pain uh eric does star wars stuff and natasha goes to a lot of adult parties oh that sounds weird like (laughs) natasha goes to a lot of old lady parties and um does hair for a living (laughs) right have a great day bye bye creeps later creeps later creeps